Hi, you're listening to Are You Stressed? Here's How to Get Some Relief by SeriousLeadershipCoaching.com, where leaders discover their authentic self. This is your host, Dipti. So the recent heightened earthquake alert for Southern California has sent hundreds of people into super stress mode. Similarly, a certain piece of communication or maybe something that happened at work probably sent you into stress mode several, several times. You know, I couldn't help but think about the similarities between earthquakes and stress. Here is how I think they're similar. And I'm also going to give you some insights on how to manage your stress. So here are the similarities. Number one, both earthquakes and stress involve a bottle up of energy and a release in sudden bursts. You know, earthquakes are usually caused when, you know, the earth suddenly breaks along a fault where two plates meet, you know, and there's a sudden release of energy that causes these seismic waves that make the ground shake. So similarly, when you don't share your opinions or thoughts at work or stand up for yourself in a polite way, you end up bottling up all those feelings. And then one fine day, it just all comes right out. You know, you come across as passive aggressive and defensive and angry. Ever been around someone who makes you feel like you have to constantly walk on eggshells because you don't know what you're going to get from them? Those that go off without warning? See the similarity now? So here are a couple of things to do and to not do. Do's. Share your expectations, your thoughts, and your points of view. Sink out aloud wherever possible because that helps you process stress. Don't bottle it all up. Don't keep quiet and all of a sudden get upset when your expectations aren't met. Do write a journal or make a note when you're stressed to help you see patterns on what might be stressing you out. What are some of your common stressors? Don't blame others to be the cause of your stress. Situations aren't stressful. It's how you interpret it that determines your stress level. Number two, both stress and earthquakes cause unimaginable collateral damage. You know, when an earthquake happens, it could cause landslides, tsunamis, flooding, ground-shaking fire hazards, and mass destruction, and even death. And stress is similar. You know, stress affects your body, your mood, and your behavior. It's not uncommon to have headaches, chest pains, stomach upsets, and even changes in sex drive that causes you to feel restless and overwhelmed and irritable. And this in turn affects your behavior. You know, you have angry outbursts at work and you form unhealthy dependencies on maybe caffeine or alcohol or drugs. And sometimes people go through social withdrawal when you're stressed. In fact, Chronic stress is one of the six leading causes of death in the U.S. So what do you do? Well, get out and move. Exercise. Don't stress eat. 
do make time for your hobbies and interests outside of work. Don't become dependent on external things to numb your stress. Do take a break from the stressor. Just walk away for a minute. It really does help. And don't run and hide from stress. If the root cause of stress is not addressed, it will come back to bite you in a much bigger way. So make sure that you address stress. Number three, both earthquakes and stress are inevitable, but you can manage your response and lessen its impact on you. So regardless of everything, earthquakes will continue to happen and so will stress. As soon as you sense stress coming on, here is what you should do. So in case of a real earthquake, you're probably going to drop cover and hold until it passes. But when stress hits you, or when you sense stress building up, go to your stability zone. Ooh, stability zone, what's that, you might ask? So a stability zone is a concept introduced by Toffler. Stability zones are basically places or things that make you feel safe, relaxed, and secure. Stability zones act like a buffer. It is similar to maybe the table that you would cover under during a real earthquake. It acts as a shield. So when you are in or with your stability zone, you feel safe. A stability zone could be a place, it could be a person, it could be an object or even an idea. So here are some examples of stability zones. An example of a place is maybe your office or cubicle, your home, or even your car. Think of a place that has some amount of permanence. When there is chaos all around you, your mind requires that one place that's familiar, peaceful, and safe. An example of a stability zone that's a, that's a person, well, it could be your spouse, it could be someone in your family or a close friend with whom you are not afraid to let your guard down. It's a safe place where you have no obligations. An example of a stability zone that's an object, let's say, uh, in today's workplaces, not very many people have offices. And Sometimes even cubes are, are shared. In that case, maybe a photo frame with a family photo or a child's photo or your dog's photo could be a stability zone for you. Any object that reminds you that you can make it through any situation, that reminds you of who you truly are. Remember, you are much more than what stress brings out in you. Again, remember, you are much more than what stress brings out in you. An example of a stability zone that's an idea is, well, the world is not gonna end if things aren't okay. That's an idea that could be a stability zone. Never trade your authenticity for someone else's approval. That could be an example of an idea that is a stability zone. And every failure is an opportunity could be another one. It really depends on uh, where you find your safe zone. 
So do understand and know your stability zones. Don't get absorbed trying to change insensitive people or win their approval. Do focus on your reactions and how you can manage your reactions. People are extremely difficult to change, so just focus on you. Don't worry over negative news. For every breaking news that you see, there are thousands of real inspiring stories that you don't see or aren't made aware of. So don't worry over negative news. And really hone your can-do attitude. So here's something for you to do right now. Make a list of two to five places, objects, or ideas that you consider your stability zones. Go there when you find yourself face-to-face with stress. Once in your stability zone, relax and plan your response. Remember, your life will get progressively stress-free when you consciously choose to make it so. Now your turn. How do you manage stress? Go ahead and share in the comment box below what you believe is your stability zone. Keep the conversation going. Until next time, this is Dipti signing off. Have a wonderful week and be authentic. Thanks for listening.